have you given any thought to the song the intro it'll be something birthday related but definitely not the beatles or any cliche i don't know do you have do you have an idea the the only thing <laughs> that comes to mind is i i listen to fake doctors real friends and every time there's a birthday all i can hear in my head is donald Faison singing stevie wonder happy birthday to you happy birthday <laughs> to you happy birthday so yeah that's all I hear in my head. Okay, well, I'm going to edit that clip of you singing that. <laughs> and that's going to be the... <laughs> now we have an open. So thanks. Happy thank birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Welcome to Granbury's Got Talent. Yeah. <laughs> wow such a weak weak show right there Damn. our Damn. one and only contestant this week wow <laughs> welcome folks to yet another of our monthly episodes of pausable deniability this is our september episode 2021 i'm here my name is bob i'm with david miller the star of our show david say hello to our adoring fan our fans we may have two we may have a couple hi everyone that's listening currently or in the future yes it's definitely in the future because we're not we're not doing it live much to bill o'reilly's chagrin maybe that's maybe that's our next deal october 1st we roll tape live we roll screenless roll screenless yeah we just go with it so do a go live like on facebook or some such and record it yeah yeah let's hmm. just do it okay let's look just into do that it. i don't know <laughs> i don't know i got nothing i'll take that under advisement um <laughs> <laughs> if it can be done we'll do it i just yeah. i've got to figure out the logistics it's not a good idea. Let's be clear. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I love the idea because it would require no editing. So I'm all about the go live and Ooh. be done with it concept. That's, that's true. Now, speaking of being done with it, let's get to our weigh-ins for the month because I know this is always a source of great stress and angst for both of us. Uh, I just, uh, true to our most recent episode on vacations, I just completed one and, uh, did not gain as much weight as I normally would on vacation because my son and I walked almost 50 miles total. While we that were was, I was looking at your updates on that and that was impressive. It was crazy. It didn't seem like it at the time. Like it first, that first night, you know, we looked at the phone on our steps and mileage and like, wow, it's quite a bit. And then the second day was even more than the first day. I'm like, you know what? Probably ought to just kind of do a running total until we get to the end. And it was like over a hundred thousand steps and 48 miles, something like that. So, uh, but still, uh, I managed to gain a little over a pound. <laughs> oh no. Oh, during, no. no, that was during that, the trip. That was during the trip. That, now. that was muscles because your legs, you worked them so hard that your muscles built up. We'll go with that. Okay. That'll, we'll, we'll accept that answer. Uh, now for the month, the good news, well, decent news is I am down. Yeah. Uh, now we we had opposite months last month. You had a fantastic month last month where you yeah. dropped a whopping eight point six pounds. Meanwhile, I took six of the or uh, yeah six of those from you uh, in the opposite direction. Mm. Uh, but uh, I've I've gotten things at least somewhat back on track. 
I'm down uh, 2.2. So I haven't lost back the six I gained, but sure, a sure. chunk of it. But trending so, downward. Trending downward. Uh, overall, uh, from when we started, I'm down 4.6, which is a, lo- a decrease of 1.58%. So, eh. right, so but, but, but what I didn't hear is what's the actual number as of today? Oh, oh, the 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 actual number, the weight number. Yeah, the weight uh, number two eighty six point eight. Okay, so right. we're still not where we need to be. We need to be getting into those two seventies and down. But uh, yeah, just right now it's not great, but we're we're doing the best we can. Um, so Millerman, last month you were down to 246.4 which i mean that's you're getting into skinny town now i mean that's i mean that's oh, like i i don't feel skinny at all let's be I mean, very clear about that when tony romo was playing all pro level quarterback for the cowboys he was almost that much i mean yeah, he was like 230 like, something yeah but he's like 63 so you know you always bring up the difference. height just go with well, it i appreciate it I, uh, as of this morning, I am at 242.7. Wow. Wow. 242.7. That's not a big wow. Wow. To me, I'm going to be honest. I mean, that's another almost four pounds. So two months and you're talking about almost 13 pounds in two months. So let's not, uh, diminish your success here. Not only that, but that's three straight months. Honestly. Four of the last five months, you've had a loss. Like, so, all right, you you dropped the 3.7. Last month, you dropped 8.6. The month before that, you dropped 9.4. So 9.4, 8.6, 3.7, you're a math whiz. What does that add up to? More than 20? Yeah, in three months. So I, I give yourself some credit, man. Well, I mean, here's what I will say. I, I, you know, again, as to your point, the last episode we talked about vacations and we were, we were going to take one and we did. And I came back way heavier. I let myself go as George Strait would say. And uh, it was not, it was not good. So the fact that I am back down now, honestly, I've probably lost six or seven pounds just because I had gained like two or three pounds. So <laughs> it was, it was bad. It was real bad. But vacations are all for losing weight. I mean, for gaining weight, you're not, you're not supposed to lose weight on vacation. Otherwise yeah, it's exactly. not a vacation. So, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're losing weight on vacation, it's probably because you were in Mexico and you ended up with the number three and that's never a good thing. So, you know, <laughs> you're, uh, <laughs> Take a little Montezuma's revenge. For that's the, right. For the, that's right. Yeah. So, so, hey, sometimes that's just how you want to go. You want to lose some weight. You just take a trip down to Mexico, drink some water. You'll come back 10 pounds lighter. Here's the impressive number, Millerman. Total poundage lost to date since we started tracking for you, 18.7. So you are down. You have lost 7.15%. Thank That's you. not an insignificant number. It's not. And it's not, uh, to your point, it's not where I want to be, but it is 
it is laudable, and I will take it. So accepted and received. I mean, you've gone from two sixty one point four to two forty two point seven. So you're that's in just since February, February to September. So that's well, but yeah, but that and that wasn't even no wait. That's when we started, right? But that wasn't that wasn't my highest point, was it? Wasn't March my highest? Your highest, yeah, because you because you the first two months you gained. Like yeah. after February, yeah, you went so you went 261.4 to 262.6. April, you shot up to 267.1. So that okay, was your so, that was your so, peak. So 267.1 to what 242.7. Yeah, so about 25. 20, 20, yeah. That so that's in my head what I'm really yeah, what I'm really thinking of right there is like, yeah. So outstanding, outstanding. I mean Mine has has not been anywhere near that impressive. I'm just I'm holding on. I'm just clinging on to not not gaining as much more so than not really the amount I'm losing. So I think you got it. I think next month will be a good a good progress for you. Well, I think, hopefully I think it'll be. I think I think I'm looking forward to next next month's weigh in. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Now, what we're going to talk about this episode is the the elusive uh, very interesting but rarely discussed on podcasts <laughs> topic of birthdays so we just thought that basically lack of anything else to come up with and uh, from my mind i know it was top of mind because i don't know how it is in your family millerman but but my extended family we have two massive clusters of birthdays every year we have the august slash september birthdays and we have the december slash january birthdays there are just a ton in those two uh uh, clusters there and this being you know we're gonna post this on september 1st which spoiler alert is my birthday so (laughs) i'm sorry Yes, yes. So I BBTLO. This is disclosure. This officially counts as disclosure. Um, and yesterday, is it really disclosure if you're disclosing it the day of. Well, yes, it is. Today yes. is not the day of. The day if you're listening to this, it's the right. day of. But today to is this. actually that's a Wednesday. This is a Sunday. So this is what the 29th. It's a 29th because yesterday was my son's birthday. My son turned 19 yesterday, and his birthday is August 28th. So that's part of the cluster there. He's got one. I've got one. My father-in-law's got one in September. Uh, my mom's was in earlier in August. So yeah, there's a lot. And then it gets even worse in <laughs> December and January. But um, so one of the things I wanted to talk about on birthdays was just how birthdays really, the significance of them seems to change as we get older, like obviously they're a huge thing when you're a kid. And then when you're a teenager, they're more, they're really focused on milestones and, you know, I, I can, I'm 16, I'm old enough to drive. I'm 21. I'm old enough to drink, you know, 18 old enough to vote, things like that. And then as you, as we become adults, it's like, ah, oh, the big three Oh, the big four Oh. So what have you noticed in, your years on this earth, Millerman, about how birthdays have changed and kind of the focus 
you know, like when you become a parent and you, you know, you fo- the focus goes on the kids, but then, you know, when you're, if you're married, your wife still, you probably acknowledges yours and you acknowledge hers. So tell us a little bit of just kind of how you've observed the evolution of the significance of birthdays for you in your life and how it relates to your family and stuff. I just want to say that the people that get what I'm about to say, get the reference that I'm about to say are going to really laugh here, but that was a very Bob Sturm esque intro. Okay. So we're going to go back and start over. (laughs) I loved it. I loved every bit of it. I realized about halfway in, I kind of, took way no, too much work. I don't want you and I, just, I don't want you to I don't want you to edit any of it. I want you to leave all of this in and just the Bob Sturm esqueness was great. Yeah. That was Sterminator at his highest. Yeah, you get to a point where you realize this is I've yeah. I'm kind of you have no dismount. You have no way of getting to the point none. No. And you have to just try to figure it out. And you're trapped in your own head like the panic is real. I yeah. get it. I love it. I, I I watched the whole thing and I love it. Yeah, you got to witness that in real time. <laughs> to your question, yeah, I mean the evolution of birthdays for sure. I mean, in this case, I I really don't I don't have a lot of uh, I don't want to say bad. I don't want to say good memories. I don't have a lot of memories really of, of birthdays when I was a kid. My birthday's in January, and so it's cold. You don't get to go swimming. You don't get to have the fun. Um, you know, so there just wasn't very many, there wasn't very many fun activities that were, that were built around that. Um, obviously when my kids were born, uh, my son was born in February, my daughter's born in January. So again, same thing. They don't get to go do the swimming party. Sounds like you have a cluster yourself there. Yeah. Yeah. Within a, within a six week period, me, or my, my daughter, me, and then my son for sure. So it was all, all right there um but in this case i I would say you talked about the milestones and those are the ones that i think were kind of i i you know for my 40th i went um for my 40th i went on a cruise you know i told you before i like cruises we talked about vacations um you know a few years ago uh, probably one of the best probably one of the best birthdays that I've ever got was, well, my birthday was in January, but the gift came in June when Melanie took me to New York. And it was my first trip to New York. And we went to go see Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden. Again, we've talked about that. But, you know, I flew first class and went wow. to New York. And, oh, it was... it First was, class. Oh, first class, bro. Man, was, Melanie was it, making it yeah, rain. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Vivaldi, it was... Chef's kiss. Now, did you find out after the trip that that had all been done on your credit card? <laughs> <laughs> um, no comment. And okay, so, and yeah, no, we went to New York. We we stayed just just off of Times Square. We went to um, City Field where the Mets played because the Yankees were out of town. We went to. Um, the uh, Metropolitan Museum of Art, and I got to see um, a Starry Night in person, which was, it's my all-time favorite painting. Um, I mean, we just had a blast. We just spent a few days in New York, and and I loved, I loved every minute of it, and I would love to go back. And I know 
obviously you mentioned you just came back from New yes. York. You were walking around and that was obviously for your son's birthday. Well, no, actually it was for his graduation, but mm. we went, it, it, it actually kind of worked on both ends because it was close, ended up being close to his birthday. But yes, the, the, the original intent of the trip was a graduation gift. So basically, am I getting this correctly? Did you get out of buying two gifts by planning it this way? No, no. I still gave him a hundo yesterday. Okay. So okay. he still right. got some cash. He wants to get another phone. So, no, but uh, yeah, yeah, his is all smashed up. I don't know what it is with these kids today dropping their phone all over the place, but yeah, it, it terrifies me. I don't understand. I like I've never once and I've had iPhones for 12 years. You got now. iPhone money? Yes, I do. And I've never once cracked an iPhone. Knock on wood. No, I don't have to because I hold on to the damn thing. That's all you have to do <laughs> is don't drop your damn phone. Okay. It's not that hard. Pretend like do it's you, a baby. Do you drop a baby? No, you hold it. Hold your phone. It's an expensive piece of equipment. Do you have a case around your phone? Yes. Yeah. I've got a case. Right. You have an otter box because you're so worried about it? No, it's not an otter box. It's the Dollar Tree ripoff version of OtterBox. Nice, nice. Not I like plopping it. down two hundred bucks for a case. Or but Potter blocks. Yeah. Now I say all this. I actually did drop the phone once in New York, but it didn't crack. So I'm standing by my hard that's, line again. That's why that that's what that's what the case is for. That's <laughs> that's my contention. That's my whole point. That's what the case is for. It's to absorb that shock and prevent those cracks. And yep, too often they have cases around there, but they just don't. I, I don't know how they do it. They have these cases on there and they still break them. I think you're right. It's just insane. It really is. But that was an unnecessary tangent. I apologize for that. Um, okay. But no, yeah, New York was fun. Uh, but it was, no, that was graduation birthday, you know, and, and, you know, you're a child of divorce. He is also a child of divorce. So, you know, the part of Part of the benefit of being from a broken home is you get the double up, right? So that he and his brother were here at my place this weekend. So he got the birthday party yesterday with all, you know, my mom and my wife's parents and, you know, my, my stepson and his girlfriend and his stepdaughter and, and his baby. Everybody was here. Nice party. Then earlier this evening, I took my kids home, their mom and their grandpa. They had another party for him tonight at his house. And I stayed for a little bit of that. So he got to double so up. So much he, sweets. Yeah. So much cake. Yeah. Two cookie cakes. That's his big thing. The cookie cake. So okay, nothing wrong with that. No, no, it's, it's a nice little change up, but yeah. So you get the benefit of that. Now, Millerman, did you ever get to experience the, the double birthday party back when you were a kid or did you get the short straw on that? No, nah, it was it was a short straw. Like if they, because they were still friendly, right? So they, there was no separation of church and state. There, it was always real. Well, we're still friendly stuff. Yeah, no, nah, we didn't. We didn't have that. Nah. Plus, I, I just, you know, my brother is six years older than me, and maybe they were partied out by the time I came around. <laughs> so he but, had all the good parties. Yeah, he must have it. It wasn't me. You know, I, I can't, I don't want to speak for him. I don't want to say that he did. Um, but I know, I know for a fact that I didn't, you know, I, like I said, I, I remember a couple of times having kids over, um, probably when my, when my, um, uh, uh, when my birthday fell on a weekend, maybe getting some kids to come over and spend the night, 
you know, that was always a big deal, uh, yeah. especially during the school year. During the summer, we did it all the time. But during the school year, it wasn't that big a thing. And and so for my birthday, we would do that. And, you know, we'd get five or six kids to come spend the night. And that was about it. That was What, ta- what time of year was your brother's birthday? This is in July. So, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boy, yeah. He, he had all the advantages. Six years of being an only child. See, that's the well, other variable is, and I'm an only child as well. So you get all, you don't have to worry about the multiple sibling situation. It's like, you know, well, also, I mean, you know, here's where my jealousy rears its ugly head. But when, uh, when he turned 16, they got him a, they got him a Camaro. Why? Now it was a used Camaro. So he was born in 70. His birth, his 16th birthday was 86. And I want to say it was a 78, 77 or a 78 Camaro. My stepdad, my mom's husband at the time, ran a was a mechanic and ran a, a repair shop and got a got a Camaro cheap and they fixed it up. And I, I mean I remember because I was I was 10 and I kind of helped keep the surprise and everything. And I thought that was really cool. He got a Camaro. I turned 16. I got I got the caddy. I got my mom's hand-me-down 1983 their 1982 Cadillac that, <laughs> that we talked about once before where the fuel injections would stick and it would just shoot off down the road with no, <laughs> with no warning because it would just stick, you know, like I didn't get a Camaro. Come on. I was, yeah. I was oh, always man. embittered by that. Well, I got, I was fortunate enough. I got the uh, Camaro for graduation. <laughs> oh, it was a used oh. one. It was, uh, it was, in 84 and it was an 81 z28 with t-tops but oh, uh my yeah my dad the guilt of having been a crappy dad for 18 years it's like hey here's you know i guess 17 at that point but you know it's pretty badass yeah it it was badass while it lasted it threw a rod a few weeks after that but <laughs> they, wow. that, that cost him some pretty expensive repairs um but yeah so birthdays it's it's the dynamic is is different depending on the size of the family and all that but you know as we get older uh and you know we focus on the kids and their birthdays but you know i've just noticed um you know i'm gonna be 55 thanks sammy hagar for the shout out um yeah so at this point it's like hey i'm okay aarp i can start ordering off of the (laughs) grandpa menu at ihop this is this is great did you well let me ask you i mean did you do anything special for your 50th Anything that you would consider special? This is going to show you just how old 55 is. I don't remember. I don't, I I honestly can't recall exactly what was done on my 50th. I don't think it was anything extravagant. I mean, it was acknowledged and probably had dinner or something, but no, it wasn't. There definitely wasn't any sort of a big, you know, no milestone trip. No, 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 no. Gift. no, No, nothing like that. I think mm-hmm. I need to have a, I think I need to have a conversation with your family and <laughs> now 60, if sad. I, if I make it to 60, which, you know, I'd say the odds are about, I got at least a good 25% chance of hitting 60. Okay. Right. Um, maybe 30, I give myself as that high in odds. Okay. But, uh, if I make it to 60, you know, we'll, we'll see. There might be, there might be a call for, uh, the celebration. Um, so Millerman, boy, this topic is just not going to last as long as I was thinking it would. 
<laughs> Folks, you're enjoying the shortest episode ever of plausible deniability. No, I'm uh, only kind of halfway kidding. Uh, but it's, and the other dynamic, the other piece of it that's interesting is the places where when you work in certain places where they do kind of recognize and celebrate it. Like I'm pretty tight with some of the people I work with and and that's since it's breaking a montage. Well, no, but I'm just saying that there I've worked at places I've worked at places before where it's been friendly, but they don't really go out of their way to do anything or acknowledge. Whereas we're already a couple of my buddies up there. They're like, Hey, let's do lunch on Wednesday and let's, we're going to get a happy hour going. I'm like, well, I can't do the happy hour Wednesday. Cause I got my kids, but how about the next night, Thursday? Okay. So, you know, it's kind of nice to have that in addition to the, you know, the family stuff. I think we're going to do something for the family this weekend, you know, on set on Saturday, but um, yeah, you know, the, the, the work thing, because that was the other thing about the, t- the time of year you have it. Like you mentioned your brother being in July. Well, it's cool on one standpoint that, okay, you don't have to be at school. You've already got the day off, no matter when it falls during the week and it's summer. So you're doing summer stuff, but you miss out on the, school recognition having it during school now you got to benefit from that right i did and and honestly that was never a big thing for me i was really um i don't want to say shy but i was very reserved in school for the most part and so it wasn't i didn't appreciate that recognition i didn't i didn't seek that didn't want that didn't care for that didn't want the attention didn't nope just, nope. I just wanted to skate by as much as possible. I mean, I did my work and went home and, and I mean, I had, I had a core group of friends that knew what was going on, but short of that, I, you know, whenever it was recognized by a teacher or something like that, I just, meh, it didn't, it was cringeworthy to me, honestly. I can remember, especially, you know, because obviously junior high, you know, middle school, high school kids at that age, the school they're they're beyond Hey, let's take moment out of the class to celebrate one of the kids' birthdays. But when you're in elementary school, it's kind of a big deal. They kind of, you know, homeroom and they'll, they'll do that then. And what I recall is, and understand this is, we're talking about the seventies now. So this is so long ago, but I do remember being the first of September every now and then it falls on labor day or adjacent to labor day. So that sometimes would foul things up in terms of the uh, school piece of it. But also um, it's so early in the school year, like you would, you'd, especially if it was, you know, the first year you're, you were with certain kids or whatever. Yeah. You haven't established that relationship. You have an established relationship. So it's like, it's not like having a birthday. Well, like you in January, you know, halfway through the year, everybody kind of knows each other a little bit better. So it never really, I don't think it was ever really a huge deal at school. Like it, it might've been for, you know, some other kids, but um, I don't know. I, I mean, there were other, there were other kids where obviously their parents made a huge deal out of it, new cars or, and I'm talking new cars because yeah, you know, there were some kids had some rich parents and they got the new cars and it was always good stuff. And it was almost the competitive aspect to it like the it parents was. are like oh hey that kid's parents got him this we better yeah do this yep. yeah or the uh oh yeah we're going on this trip in the summer because for my birthday and blah 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 just whatever it was always something 
And yeah. And I think that was one of the other reasons where I didn't really appreciate it because when it was acknowledged during school, because uh, we, we weren't a rich family and I didn't have that kind of stuff. So I didn't need it to just be another thing that was pointed out like, Oh, well, didn't have that money. Don't, you know, don't feel <laughs> sorry for that guy. So yeah, it just, it wasn't a thing for me. So do you hold your birthday in high regard? Is it something you look forward to? Is it something you get excited I about to, I look forward to Melanie's birthday more than mine because I would rather her have a good time. I don't really care about mine, but making sure that she has a good time or that we do something or like this year, obviously for her birthday, we went, we took that family vacation. We went down to New Braunfels and to, to San Antonio and we had a great time. And that was kind of what we did for her birthday. And I would prefer to do something like that. And for me, you know, I'm, I'm big on, on experiences and events. And, and so I love going to concerts and I love going on trips and things like that. So I would rather, I would rather do those things around a birthday around an event, because that means more to me, because then I can tie it to something. If you ask me what I did for my 37th birthday, I don't have any clue, but if I took an event around there, like if it was a trip, or something like that, that I can really, I can remember. And it means more to me. Yeah. That's a great point. It's, it's what, how do you celebrate it? It's, yeah. if it's just the garden variety, you know, dinner and cake and singing the happy birthday song, they all just kind of blend together, but right. You do something unique like that. It's really going to stand out. Yeah. Um, no shock to those who may be familiar, but, uh, for me, it's definitely always been an it's me, it's me, it's me. It's like, yeah, only child, birthday, spotlight. When you're a kid, it's like, oh, this is so great. I mean, I was, I mean, yeah, reserved at school like you, Millerman, but at the house, it's like, oh, hey, this is gift Everybody day. Look at me. Yeah, <laughs> give me stuff. I get stuff. So give me stuff, right? Now, the other thing that's always been kind of fascinating to me about birthdays is the whole. Who else, like what famous people do you share your birthday with? Now, do you know off the top of your head, Millerman? When you said January, what day in January again? Twenty fourth, January twenty fourth. Okay, so who do you know off the top of your head that has birthdays in, on, on the same day as you? Um, Mary Mary Lou Retton. <laughs> Mary Lou Retton. I know that because I had a huge crush on Mary Lou Retton as a kid. Um, and that would, that one, that one stuck out. That one always stuck out to me. Um, but really off the top of my head, I don't know. Now I, while we're sitting here doing this, I did just Google it. I was going to say, I'm looking and it up so, right now. Yeah. I've got a few for you. Yeah. Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine. Great actor. Uh, Roberts. That. Um, you know, it's got a nice, <laughs> got a nice little evangelist going on there. Fair enough. All right. Um, scrolling here, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, here's it's a- not much. <laughs> oh, here's it's one you ought to like. Doug Kershaw. Yeah, I do do appreciate me a nice Doug Kershaw. Oh, I- oh boy, here's a big one. Ray Stevens. I do. Yeah, I do. Okay, that's right. I forgot about Ray Stevens. That is that is brilliant. Neil Diamond. Okay. You know what? Didn't know that. Didn't know that at all. And the same day and year as Neil Diamond. 
Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville. Yep. Okay, that's good uh, stuff. Uh, Gary Hart had some monkey business. Uh, Sharon Tate. Oh, uh, Paul. Oh, and, pour uh, one out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Warren Zevon. I like that. Yeah. John Belushi. John Belushi. I should have known that, honestly. That's Man. a big one. Oh, boy. Here's a great one. Junior's going to love this. Yakov Smirnov. Smirnov. Yeah. What yeah, a country. That. Man, Melman, you have a pretty good, pretty good list here. I gotta say, I, I'm yeah. I'm impre- I'm impressed with the a lot of the uh, the names that you have on this list. You you were correct about Mary Lou Retton. Thank you, Thank uh, you. Matthew Lillard, Ed Helms yeah. from The Office. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, forgot about Ed Helm. Yeah, all right. No, honestly, that Mary Lou Retton was a big one for me. Really, like I said, I had a huge crush on her as a kid, and the fact that she was she had the same birthday as me i was like okay that's that's pretty cool now i'm looking okay so 1976 is the year you were born and there's a few people that were born that year that day but they're like olympians from other countries that nobody would ever heard of like a serbian oh no a belgian cyclist a canadian ice dancer (laughs) those are the two yeah it's great stuff yeah, good stuff, Corby. Yeah, so uh, mine's not anywhere near as impressive uh, as yours. I, I've got really? like, yeah, I got Dr. Phil, um, Barry Gibb, which is probably Ooh, number right. one, Lily Tomlin. Nah, that's a good one right there. Uh, Gloria Gloria Estefan. Okay. Okay. Little, little so Miami Sound Machine. Yes. Now I do have one. Oh, Zendaya. Zendaya. Zendaya? And whatever. I thought it was Zendaya. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. She's okay. September 1st. Yeah. I, I do have one that's same day, same year that is somewhat of note. Father of current Mavs great, Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Sr. Okay. Shares the actual day. Actual day. All right. Now we've got a couple of classic country stars here, Millerman. Boxcar Willie. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. Even more impressive, Conway Twitty. There you go. A little Twitty, little Twitty City right there. That's some good stuff. Now, from the world of politics, we've got Ann Richards. Oh, hey, Padma Lakshmi. There you go. Ooh, now you're talking. There you go. Now you are that's, talking. Hey, now. Now you got a little something right there. Yeah, that is Hey Now right there. Yeah. Um, hey, Rocky Marciano. Yeah, the great Rocky Marciano, the greatest of all white hopes. Rockies, okay. I'm just saying that was the old the old term back in the day, the quote unquote great white uh-huh. hope of boxing. Yeah. Not trying to woe things here. Scott Speaker. Okay, we're just gonna so we're just gonna scroll right past Muhammad Atta. There, we're just okay. not even gonna mention him. All right. <laughs> I'll okay. edit that out later. Uh, former former Dolphins and Texas Tech great Zach Thomas. What about Edgar Rice Burroughs? Ah, okay. do, you know, do you know who that is? No, no, that Author is. of Tarzan. Okay, all right. Yes. Fair enough. Is that yes? That yeah, is okay. correct. Yes. Yes. Bam Bam Bigelow. Wow. <laughs> there is a wrestler for you. Bam Bam Bigelow. Wow. I, you know, this is 
this is a way to kill time and fill out a podcast. Boy, we are, folks, this is the contractual obligation episode. Did you say Governor Ann Richards? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Yeah, Ann Richards. I was so that's we, we've pretty much exhausted those lists, but that I do find that entertaining. And part of it is uh, tying it back into the ticket again. The whole that's one of the best part, you know, news in the news right. is my must hear segment every day. I know some people are why did it doesn't suck. And that's a fun segment, but between when it falls in the day and my availability to hear it live, but just what's discussed and the entertainment value. Um, um, I'm sorry. I just came across one that I feel like had to be mentioned. The great Billy blanks from Tybo. Yes. 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 The great Billy Blanks. He's a Geico punchline. Come on, man. That is fantastic. I can't believe you wouldn't accept that greatness. Terry Crews or GTFO. Yeah, Clinton Clinton Portis, Portis. former fantasy football third rounder. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, what I was saying is Musing the News, that's my favorite segment. Don't miss it ever. Every day I listen to it and they always end it with birthdays, right? Sure. So that's part of the fascination is, you know, now, now was there anything historically in uh, of note that happened on your birthday, Millerman? Uh, nah, no, I've got no, one. Oh no, that's not true. Um, there's a couple of things, but, uh, and I, every year I hear it and I'm like, Ooh, yeah, mine's really bad. You know what my biggest one is? Go. <laughs> September 1st, 1939, Hitler invades Poland. Hitler invades <laughs> Poland, sure. Yes. Yes, that's that's a that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Um the January 24th events, there's something that I don't like being associated with and I'm trying to remember what it is. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, Let's look at um well, what's what some of the big ones are here? All uh, right. Uh, hey, here's a good one. Ted Bundy got executed on your birthday in 1989. Good. He deserved it. How about that? The Mac, the Apple Mac went on sale in 1984 on your birthday. Claudius good succeeds, one. Claudia succeeds Caligula as Roman emperor after, after Caligula's assassination. Caligula. So, there's that. I got that going for me, which is nice. Yes. The first Boy Scout troop organized in England, 1908. Yeah. So pretty, pretty big little deal. Pretty good. Pretty good. But yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, there's not really a lot of the, the biggest, and this actually is something I meant to bring up because it came up Friday night when we were at that Rangers game. And I was telling him, I was explaining it to my son. What now? Well, I was going to say, that's a perfect example. We were at a friend's birthday on Friday. That's we right. Our together. friend, Lyle Jones. How his, did, we not, how his did lo- we not say that? His lovely was because we're old. I'm 55. I don't remember. Okay. Things. Uh, <laughs> but he, uh, his lovely wife uh, invited us and uh, it, was, it was a good time. It was a fun time for the, disa- the disabled. We had a, we had a good time. Wow. And uh, the Rangers had that. Hey, and it was kind of a 
landmark uh, outing because it was the first, uh, it was the major league debut by the uh, pitcher the Rangers got in the Gallo trade, uh, Otto. Glenn Otto. He had a great start and the bullpen shattered away instantaneously. Yeah. And he got yeah, no win. It was not, what was crazy is this is after you left Millerman, the, when the Astros had that big rally. It was crazy. The, the place erupted. So it must have been like no, 80, 20 We were walking Astros. around. We were walking around the the ballpark because we were looking. Melanie's looking for a hat. Yeah, and we were still there, and it was it was so freaking loud, and it and was I'm so like, annoying. Oh, but the Rangers must be doing something great. And I look, and it's like, no, it's the Astros. Yeah. Oh crap! There's there's more Astros fans here than yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so but the reason I brought the game up was I was explaining to my son about the drinking age because you know he just turned nineteen. I'm like, well, you know, when I turned nineteen. The drinking age was 19. It had been 18 a few years before that, and they raised it to 19. And my birthday is one of those weird days. Like it's the, it was the day of the the cutoff on the school grades. Like if you were born before September 1st, you had to wait until the next. You know what I'm saying? So right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like the youngest one in my class, uh, which was bad. It should have. I sh- they should have held me a year. My dad's stupid. But um, <laughs> it's just the, the hubris of a college professor thinking his kid's smarter than he is. Um, he wasn't. Spoiler alert. Uh, okay. <laughs> but um, so I told him and I was like, and I don't know if you probably, you may or may not remember this, Middleman, since you're so young, but this would have been, so I turned 19 in 85. And so I was legal. I was drinking. And then on September 1st in 1986, the following year, when I turned 20, that was the day the drinking age changed to 21. They did not grandfather. So, so you were I, a good drunk for I, a year. Yeah, I reverted back to being a minor for a year. And I remember being so raged up about it, like, hey, is the state going to pay my AA dues i mean let's you know like, that's yeah that's pretty that's pretty messed up i will give it, you that it is i don't know what the thought process was there but uh yeah especially being in college and i mean let me clue you in on a little something Millerman. college towns that have a robust bar industry here's the thing about college students most of them aren't 21 because if you think about it, you're 18 when you start college. So yeah. maybe that last year you're 21. So I know in my college town where I went to college, a lot of those bars crashed and burned after that because they, they just, there wasn't enough volume to support the, uh, the business. But, yeah, but I bet, but I bet there's some liquor stores that popped up and they were happy to sell to some underage or to some, maybe some upperclassmen that they then sold down. Yeah. 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 Liquor in the front though. Poker in the oh. back. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> but uh yeah, so that was that was a definitely a weird, wacky, wild thing that happened on my birthday. But yeah, these days it's just, you know, I still get excited when it comes up. It's like, oh wow, this is, you know, but Made then another trip. It usually ends up being anticlimactic. It's kind of like it happens and then it's like used to be a bigger deal now it's just kind of yeah i've i've i'm one of those like i said it's just never been a real big thing for me but i i appreciate when it's acknowledged now and and um 
you know, Melanie tries to do some, some really nice things for me and I appreciate that. And so um, that's really, that's really all I can look forward to is, is whatever kind of, of uh, surprise she may or may not have. I mean, frankly though, it's all downhill from here. She took me to New York first class and I saw Billy Joel at Madison square garden. <laughs> How do you top that? You yeah. It so, is hard to top. You know. It is hard to top. Now, do you still do pretty big stuff for the kids? Like, you know, with the with no, no. Well, Connor's still good age for birthdays and stuff. Connor turns Connor turns eleven later this month. Uh, well, September. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, he'll turn eleven. But you know what he wants to do? You know what he likes to do? What? I would give you one thousand guesses, and you will not be able to tell me what he wants to do for his birthday. Uh, he wants to go to no, no. Hobby no. Lobby no. and attend a sewing group. You're closer than you could imagine, really, I mean, with, <laughs> with something off the wall like that. No, he just wants to, he just wants, we did it last year yeah. because we couldn't really do anything for, you know, during COVID, right? Yeah. And he wants to do it again this year. We're going to, we're going to make sushi. That's cool. Sushi's good. good. Kid, sushi is his favorite food, which you don't normally find from a, a kid. No, and, that's unusual. Yeah, yeah, and and so you know his his grandmother and his great aunt, Melanie's mom and aunt, are half Japanese. Yes, their mother was full Japanese. Yes, and so they they grew up with that, and so Melanie's a quarter Japanese, and she appreciates sushi as well and started that at an early age with connor and that's so last year we made sushi here at the house and we're going to do it again this year all right now are there not any viable sushi restaurants in or near the greater granbury area there is one and what i call it um viable no not really <laughs> so not making really. it at home is your best option absolutely it especially is. with the japanese family heritage there yeah, I mean, we could drive into Fort Worth or something like that, but it it was a fun activity for us to do. We spread out the rice and pressed it down and got the seaweed paper and rolled it up, and you know, we bought some fresh fish and some tuna, and it actually does sound fun. I I, I don't think that's was. as weird as you're making it out to be. I'm just saying, a kid that appre- appreciates sushi that much that wants to do that for his birthday again. That's instead of because we gave him the option, like you know, do you because we've done other kind of parties in the past, bowling or getting friends or whatever. And no, he didn't want to do any of that. He just wanted to just wanted to make sushi. What about your daughter? What does she usually like to do? She's more like me, so not really, not really into it. Doesn't she's really more of an introvert? Her. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's the maybe she does like the the give me the gifts. <laughs> but but other than that no nothing big in fact actually this year uh so her birthday is on the 6th and of course my birthday is on the 24th if i remember this correctly my birthday will fall on sunday i'm pretty sure this is correct my birthday falls on sunday this year um or next year whatever however we're considering it and that is actually the day uh i had bought her tickets for hamilton at bass hall and Ooh. that is the day of the rescheduled performance so okay. what was going to be her birthday uh gift yeah. i bought her the tickets will actually be taking place on my birthday 
the following year <laughs> uh two years later actually. oh yeah two from years. When wow. I, well from when i bought the tickets yeah yeah because it was supposed to we were supposed to see it in 2020 and and it we're not going to see it until 2022 so i bought them i bought the tickets in 2019 i believe and yeah we're not going to see them until 2022 wow so but yeah anyway that's uh but that'll be my birthday this year we'll be going to go see hamilton so i guess works out nicely for me That'll be fun. Yeah. Millerman, it has been fun talking birthdays. I know talking birthdays. Yeah. I know this has maybe been a little bit of an uh, unorthodox kind of a rambling, unstructured <laughs> version. I learned of, it from I learned it from my dad. Yes. Yes, right. We if we if we can ramble with the best of them because absolutely <laughs> we learned it from them. So take it away, Ramblin' Roy. <laughs> this is Ramblin' Roy Miller reminding you to keep it country and so long for now. Pausable Deniability is a production of Lukewarm Tallboy Studios. Oh, Mike.